Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do here every single day. Our quote for today on this beautiful April day. Health is the new health. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, did I write that? <laughs> no, I deserve the shaming. I don't know why I read that like that. <laughs> health is the new, because I'm thinking, I'm like, well, Randy, that's a weird quote. That's Randy hilarious. Jackson is our guest today, everybody. And we're going to talk all about his health journey, how we lost. Uh, how many pounds was it exactly? 114. Kelsey? 114 pounds. Uh, and of course his new show, name that tune and so much more, but, uh, his quote is not health is the new health. Cause that was definitely strange. His quote is health is the new wealth and perfect. it is so true. And that's why he is the perfect guest for us here on better together. What up Hill squad. Thanks for being back with us. Like I said, today we're going to be talking with the one and only Randy Jackson, who, as we did a little deep dive on, uh, his career, I had no idea, and I've been friends with him for years, that he was the bassist in Journey. Yeah. Like one of the greatest bands of all time. Yeah. Our favorite music. The best. The best karaoke. So Queen looked up one of the songs he was an actual bassist on, because I don't know how long he was with the band. Little Poogee. But Poogee did a, what was the research. song? That, From 85 to 87, he was on. Okay, so what was the song? We thought it was Don't Stop Believing, but it wasn't. He actually like came back to do a version of it, oh. but he wasn't actually on it during that time because okay. I was like, oh my God, that's the most iconic song of life. I know. But unfortunately, no. But no. Okay. <laughs> but no. <laughs> but you know what? Still cool. Uh, we will find out more about that for sure. And his health journey, which, you know, it's always interesting to see how someone does the thing you think is impossible, right? Like when I was, uh, gosh, 40 pounds heavier than I am. Actually, I shouldn't say 40 pounds than I am now because now I've kind of met somewhere in the middle. I think it was a little too thin after I'd lost some weight. But, uh, but I had, you know, gained a bunch of weight in college 
And I would, I remember I would grab and be like, how does this go away? How does mass leave? There was just no way. Like it just was, it defied my own like brain. I, I had no clue. Yeah. And then I did it and I lost 40 pounds and I kept it off because like he talks about, it really is changing the way you look at food and your interactions with food and, um, and just kind of your whole mentality. So I, I also think that shrinking your stomach down makes a big difference. Right. So once you start to eat less, your stomach shrinks, then your body signals you a little stronger when you're full and you start to pay attention to that feeling. Mm. Um, so then that helps as well. But that's why I wrote the every girl's guide to diet and fitness, uh, how I lost 40 pounds and kept it off and how you can too. I hated the fact that I had to write the word diet, but I knew nobody in the market would understand that this was a book about how to lose the weight without being on a diet. But that was really what I wrote about yeah. because it's it's your choices. That's why I always say make good choices. It's changing your choices, adjusting things, making teeny new better choices that lead to the next best choice, that leads to the next better choice. And then all of a sudden you start to see results and then you can get a high off of that that will then take you into the next part of the journey. So for me, it was like, okay, I love eating bacon, egg, and cheese bagels <laughs> from Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, nothing wrong with that. So I started cutting off the like one bite of the bagel and I would throw it away. And I would eat the rest of the sandwich. And when that got easy, I would take another bite off of the top of the bagel. So now soon enough, I'm eating an open-faced bagel, which sounded insane, disgusting. Who would do that? <laughs> Ew. You need both bagels, both bagel halves. And then once that got easy, well, then I was like, well, maybe I'll do some like egg whites with veggies. Okay. Put some hot sauce on that. Then from there, it was like, okay, well, I was eating like eight slices of pizza or seven slices of pizza. Well... I would cut down one slice. And then when that would get easy, I would cut down another slice. And trust me, I would want that other slice because my brain was talking, not my stomach. And I would make myself go to sleep. Sometimes I'd go to sleep at like six when I was doing this. I was like, uh-uh, oh my God. I don't know if I have the power. I'm going to bed. I drink a lot of water and go to sleep. And then from there, I remember I got down to like two slices of pizza and a salad. And little by little... I started to cut down the carbs because I had made my list of everything I ate for a week, identify the carbs were my issue. So I started targeting the carbs part and then I started making switches. So then it was like, okay, instead of eating regular ice cream, I went to like carb smart ice cream. So I'd have like one scoop of the carb smart ice cream. What? I've never heard of that in my life. Well, that was like 20 years ago. That's why. <laughs> I was uh, like, huh? Carb smart was uh, a type of ice cream that had less, had no sugar, I think, uh. and less carbs. So it was, it was really a lot better supposedly to, you know, eat that. Uh, I would have just one serving size of the cookies. So you, when you get your Oreos, and it says like three cookies equals this many calories and this much fat, I would only allow myself the three. So I would eat them really slow and savor them. And then that would be it. Rather than what normally would happen, I'd get the big bag and then I'd start dipping them all in the milk 
and then just it wouldn't end. But I like that you still let yourself have them. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm curious with Randy too. Like, cause he taught very similar philosophies about like the mindset and the whole body thing. And he was even saying, it's not just diet. So I like that you weren't just like completely cut it out, restrict, restrict. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, 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 you can no. have it. Just have less. No, because nothing extreme will work long-term. You're right. changing your relationship to food and your current habits. And so for me, it was making better choices, cutting back a little by little by little, replacing with healthier choices. And then eventually I woke up and five months had gone by. We were in my kitchen in Medford, Massachusetts. And Kevin goes, I think you lost weight just out of nowhere. I was like, no. And he goes, Maria, look, your pants are falling off. And it was like, it just happened that day. I didn't even notice. So I got on the scale and I had lost 20 pounds. And I was like, holy shit, oh my God. I'm like celebrating, freaking out. And that's when I was like, okay, I got to get a trainer. And I had a goal in mind that year that I was going to do the Miss Massachusetts pageant. But I remember saying, I'm not going to submit the fee because it was like $1,000 or something to enter. Just a lot of money. I was like, I'm not going to submit anything until I know I've lost the weight. Because... You know, it's like a scary proposition to lose all that money and then not lose the weight. So anyway, I had that kind of goal in the back of my head, but I was just being really chill about it. So when I lost the 20 pounds, I was like, damn, let's get a trainer. So I hired a trainer for one day. She put me on a plan. And then um, that was it. From there, I did that every day. And then I really focused on what I was eating. Now it was easier because I had momentum, excitement, I knew it was possible. Like you have to like see something happen for you to believe it sometimes. And that was it. So um, that's why that book, The Ever Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness, isn't about dieting because I don't believe in diets. I believe in just changing, you know, making different choices, better choices and doing it really slowly. So it took a whole, almost a whole year. It took 11 months. So, and I've been able to keep it off. And that's, I think, the... I think the most um, or the hardest part and I think the most fascinating part to like hear from someone like you or someone like Randy who has kept it off because like you said, like I said already, it's like it's the mindset thing and mm-hmm. it's like it's those small choices that add up. So anyways, it's a cool your story is amazing. His story is amazing. I can't wait for you guys to chat about it. Well- Let's do it. Randy Jackson, my friends, is a men, man of many talents. He's a world-renowned musician, like we talked about, a singer, record record producer. I can't talk today. He's an A&R executive and more. He's best known as the bass player for Journey, like we talked about. He's a or was a judge and a mentor on American Idol, known for his iconic use of the word dog. Randy is a health advocate, and he's currently the band leader on Name That Tune... Randy, you are sideways, but we love you. <laughs> but we love you. Welcome to the hang show. On, hang on, hang on. Let me straighten this up. I don't know what happened. I don't know what really happened. There, there you are. Says damn. Yo, iPhones. there you are. Hi, I friend. can see you. How are you? How are? I'm so good. Where've you been all my life? I know. Where have you been? I thought you were coming here. We we're going to show you all the renovations to the house. <laughs> Dude, you you guys really redid the house. I love oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know we've been here like How's 17 years. He's How's gr- your hubby? He's great, thank you. He says hello. Give him love for me, man. He's a good dude, man. Thank you. I will. I will. Where are you coming to us from? I'm at an office here in Hollywood, Noe House. 
Sunset Boulevard. Very cool. Sexy Sunset. Okay. LA. Very nice. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. Uh, You, my friend, have had quite the journey. We were just talking about my weight loss journey and Kelsey was saying, she's like, you guys have so many similarities and I want to talk about it. Obviously, you know, as we started with your quote, health is the new wealth. I think uh, I think it's something that you're obviously very passionate about. I know you have your um, your Unify Health Labs that's really important to you too, and just that mission to help people get on that journey to be healthy. So, tell everyone what kind of started you on this path, but also the false starts too, right? Because you are always on yeah. that path when there's something <laughs> not where you want it to be, and then eventually something clicks for you. Well, for me, probably similar to you. I mean, for a long time, I'd struggle with my weight. Um, when I was started idle, it was at its worst. And uh, I had gastric bypass, which really helped me tremendously. But then the weight started coming back. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to go through this major surgery and have the weight come back because I developed type 2 diabetes at the time. So I was like, okay, I got to get it together. I got to keep it together. I got to find out what's going to work. Because before that, I tried every diet known to man. Anything that was everything. Because we all want something quick and easy, the Mm -hmm. liquid. Which ones uh, did you do? I did the coffee. I did the coffee. I did the grapefruit diet. I did Weight Watchers. I I tried these pregnant (laughs) urines, women, all the craziest diets, the crazy shots, injections, whatever. I tried it. None of that will work for me because I, you know, you can't keep it off. You lose a little and you gain twice as much back. You gain most of it back. So I started on this journey of like, I got to figure out what to do here. 30 bottles of vials on my countertop in the kitchen of what I would take every day. So I said, okay, first of all, this is confusing. Every time Maria, anybody tells me you should take this, I'm taking that. I don't know how much. I don't know when. I was so upside down. And what I was doing, so I said, I got to find out what's the real deal. I got together with a bunch of nutritionists and friends of mine, doctors, and they say, listen, gut health is everything. So really, the new phrase is gut health is Mm -hmm. a new wealth. So I got heavily into that. I started Unify Health Labs with a bunch of these doctors and nutritionists. We came up with these formulas, the multi-GI5 which also we put a little stuff in there to help natural elements, natural ingredients to curb your appetite and the cravings a little bit. I just, I went full bore into it because I said, look, 
first of all, it's got to work for me before I turn anybody in the public onto it, because that's who I am. You know, got to be authentic, you know, so dog to dog's got to be authentic, Maria. You hmm, notice that. I know. Notice. So I finally found the formulas that were working for me. So that's when we started releasing things. But it took me a long time to get there. I mean, this company's six, seven years in the making. Wow. So you were making it at the same time as you were needing it? Yes. Yes. Because, you know, the age old thing that the doctor would say to your diet and exercise, because after the gastric weight started coming back on, because you have to behavioral, do behavioral modification. You have to change the way you look at food and the way you mm-hmm. access food. You know what I mean? Because you can lose all the weight, but you still have that mindset. Yes. I've lost all the weight. Let me have a whole cake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you know how people do like, oh, you look great. Come to this party. Come have these drinks before you know it. You're having more and more drinks because you have that addictive, you know, behavior in you that you can't get rid of. So how do you get rid of the addictive behavior? Because that seems like it's a whole other, that's in the mental health wing. That's in the behavioral psychology. So I went to these psychologists. I talked about it to them. They said, listen, we got to help to change the way you look at food. If you look at food and make it more fuel, as opposed to looking at it emotionally, because everybody looks at food emotionally. You're happy, you're sad, you're depressed, you're anxious, you're whatever the emotion is. You reach for something because it's the one thing that you feel that you can satiate yourself with easily. But it's the same thing if you overdo alcohol, if you overdo drugs, if you overdo exercise, anything in excess, there's a problem. Mm -hmm. You see people running from something. So... You know, and me having had a bout with drugs and alcohol in my earlier years, you know, you learn that I need to get this under hand before I can control it. Finally, I did. I mean, thanks. Thank God I did. Do you pick up other things? Because like I find like once someone masters the one thing they were kind of addicted to, they shift over here. Is there something else now that's replaced it? Like gum chewing or something? No, you know, I've gotten rid of all of that because I call myself, I had a food divorce. So, okay, none of this is working. Let me find out what's really going to work. And I don't even eat big meals anymore. So I graze, I eat a little bit throughout the day here and there. Because, you know, that old thing, I know myself. If I get to where I'm just so famished, yes. I'm going to be like, I could eat a horse and I'm going to try to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a really big part of this, I think, is... You have to you have to be prepared. I always try to have some kind of snack near me because we do forget to eat sometimes. And and then you get so hungry, you want to eat the worst thing because your body is starving. It needs, you know, it's asking for sugar, basically. And then you give it sugar, whether it's the cheeseburger at McDonald's with fries and the Happy Meal or whatever. You're going to find a way to feed it what it needs and wants. Exactly. And nothing's going to stop you. The other thing you were talking about earlier is emotionally reaching for food. And I think that, you know, so many of us are like, oh, my God, I'm having the worst day. Let's like go go out to eat and get a big dessert and, you know, get drinks and get all this stuff. And I wonder if we really sat back and examined, do we really feel better after or to now no, we double don't. down and we feel just, worse because we just added to everything. It's just a band-aid, but that's the that's the quick fix, right? 
you just go, oh my God, I had a terrible day. Let's have a bunch of drinks. Let's go and eat some food. Let's have some dessert. Let's, you know, it's the, the person that's depressed that just went through the breakup that's sitting with a giant candy bar and a whole box of ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you eat your feelings. That's basically what we do. We do that a lot. We eat our feelings. So in order to get that in hand, though, you still need that behavioral psychology therapy to help you because you just have to change the way you look at it. You can change things, but the way you look at smoking, the way you look at weight loss, the way you look at drinking, the way you look at whatever, that's what 12-step kind of does. It changes your perspective on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I wonder how long did you work with a behavioral psychologist? On and off for two years. Got it. On and off for two years. And um, it really tremendously helped me. And it's one of the big helps because, you know, in the business that we're in, you and I, entertainment is full of emotion. That's what it really is. It's only emotion. (laughs) You know, you win a job, you lose a job, you do a great interview, you don't. Uh, You did this and you hated it. You hate the way you look whatever. I mean, you and I look hot, so we're always hot, but we don't always think we're hot. We don't always think we're hot out there, people. So, you know, you internalize everything. You know what I mean? So, Everything's personal you, and everyone's insecure here and you don't, you're always walking yeah. on eggshells. And, and even with yourself, you're insecure about yourself. So the thing is, is really trying to know yourself, sit in yourself and really be conscious of what you're doing. And emotionally check in with yourself every five minutes. Mm. Yeah. How am I doing? You're doing great. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you, love. Thank you. <laughs> I, I like I check in with myself a lot too, though. I think it's an important thing to do. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, For a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs and everything in between. But it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. You know, 
I think we learn to emotionally eat from the movies because every time something bad happens to Kate Hudson in like a romantic comedy, she's like going <laughs> to eat a thing of ice cream and be pouting and looking so cute while she's doing it. But yeah. we've never seen someone do the opposite where it's like they just got broken up with and they don't feel good. Uh, you know, maybe let's say go work out and get the dopamine rush from the workout or any of that kind of thing. If, if we had some examples of people doing you know, different behaviors connected to these sad moments, then maybe we would actually, like I said, go for a run. Motion equals emotion, right? We go Yeah, move. go for a walk. Okay, Maria, you and I should make the movie. Let's do it. We're going to reverse engineer all the movies. We're going to make them. So all we're doing is positive things whenever something bad or good happens. I'm serious, Randy, because I'll tell you, recently, and we talked about this on a show recently, I was watching, this is so embarrassing. I was watching um, Bewitched on the Plane. I was so excited. Wow. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And I realized soon after a couple of episodes that my childhood was watching Bewitched and uh, I Dream of Jeannie. And these women, whenever, whenever a problem came, they would wiggle their nose or bump their head and the person would disappear. <laughs> And anytime I had a problem in this business, I would just wish they disappeared or I'd wish somebody would come rescue me like Lassie or Flipper, my other two favorite shows. So I learned all these behaviors from these shows thinking like, oh, if a problem comes, then someone's going to either save me or I can just wiggle my nose and they'll be gone. So you learn your emotional coping skills come from TV. So now I think we need to redo this in some way for the future generation so they have healthier coping skills than that. I love it. I love I love those shows. Those were all great iconic shows. I mean, wow. Right? Dude, I dream of Jeannie while bewitched. It is absolutely correct. I wish we could do that in life. Yeah. I mean, it would be great. So we have to figure something out and, and do that. Um, you also had type 2 diabetes. Were you able to reverse that? Yes, that's what part of the weight loss journey was about. You know, I wound up in the ER. I had an extremely high blood sugar. The doctor says I got good news, bad news. It's the bad news first. You now develop type 2 diabetes. I've been telling you to get your health in check forever, and you didn't do it. So now you have an incurable disease. What's the good news? You can manage it, but you really got to buckle down, lose some weight, and get healthy. So that's part. that was part of the whole thing. Because, you know, sometimes that sedentary lifestyle and that gain, man, I was, I think at my highest, it was 357 or something. Wow. Wow. I can't even believe I even let myself get to that. But, you know, that's probably how unhappy and unhealthy I was. You know what I mean? Just eating feelings constantly. Well, I know that even when you aren't a sedentary type person like myself, I have been creeping into type two diabetes on and off. Just I'm in, I've always been in like pre-diabetic mode because my dad's type one and my brother developed type two that then became type one. But I remember going on my health journey as well, being like, okay, this is it. I, I can't get diabetes. I remember my dad would always say, don't eat the sugar, Maria, don't eat the sugar. And so, I like the accent. I love that. <laughs> so I lost the 40 pounds back uh, in college because I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself a goal. So there was a the Miss Massachusetts pageant because I knew I had to right. do this for my health. And I did it. 
Um, and so, and even now in this, at this weight, I've had a fatty liver, which is so unusual. And my doctor was like, um, I can't tell you to lose weight cause you can't. Uh, but I, I credit that to all of my fast food adventures when I first moved here because I was moving at lightning speed. So nothing stuck to me, but I was still eating unhealthily and creeping into prediabetes, which I now cut all desserts over, it'll be two years in October. Wow. Yeah. So I'm now the girl at dessert at dinner, Randy, when they ask, does anyone want dessert? I'm like, no, thank you. And everyone looks at me like I'm a superhuman hero. (laughs) Right. Right. They're like, you can say no. I see people. Well, you know, people come in two types. Usually, usually they want the salty, spicy, or they want the sweet, you know, it's either savory or sweet. Right. And, um, it's funny when you let go of all of that, what you find. That's those cravings, though, those cravings. And that's an emotional high Mm -hmm. for two seconds. You eat it and you feel good for two seconds. You go, okay, I guess that didn't work. Let me eat some more. Uh, I guess that didn't work. And before you know, you've eaten the whole thing. Yeah. So do you eat desserts anymore? Very rarely. Every now and then, because another part of my behavioral thing is that never really deny yourself. Because as soon as you start denying yourself and saying, I can't, that's when you're going to have the whole 12 donuts, mm-hmm. you know, have a little piece of one to say, okay, yeah, okay. I did it. I really wanted it and train yourself in that manner, as opposed to going off the rails saying, Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then you do, it's like the baby with the hand in the fire. You yeah. say to the baby, don't put your hand in the fire. You're going to get burned and turn around and hands in the fire. So, you know, it's, yep. it's almost like adolescent psychology in a weird sort of way. You know, the other thing that comes with the gastric surgery that people don't realize is alcohol is a problem because the body has a shorter. Yeah, there is like it's a shorter route to the stomach now and you get drunk like immediately. And a lot of people end up also having alcohol issues, like real alcohol issues after they have gastric bypass. Have you heard about this? Yeah, well, the gastric bypass with alcohol is a no-no because you'll get drunk twice as fast because, as you say, it's a shorter cut to the bloodstream. Yeah, Dr. Drew taught me that. Also, really rich foods, also really sweet things. Uh, They call it dumping. It's almost like heartburn, but you, like, feel just nauseous and terrible for two hours. You're sweating. it's It's the worst. So... There's a lot of drawbacks, but those things are good in a way because, you know, it's that thing that everything's a double-edged sword. It's five parts good, five parts bad. The good part about that is it reminds you, uh, you know what, maybe I should stop doing all this all together because it doesn't make me feel good. Just a reminder, oh my God, I feel like crap. Let me stop this now, please. You know what I mean? It's like a little alert system. Yeah, your own built-in alarm. But don't you think part of the problem, Randy, is that we aren't even really kind of living in our bodies sometimes. We're not paying attention to the signals it's sending us. We're not listening to this doesn't work for me, that that works for me. We're kind of looking at everyone else and we're like, well, everyone else is doing it. Why can't I? Well, that's the social media thing. You see, like, everyone's getting this. Everyone's trying to look like a Kardashian. Everyone wants to. It's just, it's so, but but you know. Maria, you know this. There are very few leaders. There's a lot of followers. 
So most of the thing is funny that they call you social media people followers because they're following you. Uh, you may not even know where you're going. They don't really know you know where you're going. They're following a glimpse of who they think you really are. So that's what the world is full of. But I mean, as we get into our own things and our own bodies and our own psyches and say, okay, listen, now I know who I am. And that's the whole question in life. That's the journey in life. Do you know who you are and have you accepted this is who you are and what you are and what you like? Period. But most people skate through life and they see this over there and they just follow that. They follow this, yeah. they follow that, follow something else. You spend your whole life following other people. You never become the real you. Who's the real you out there, people? Will the real you show up today and every day? I love that. I think also... Um... No one teaches us that health should be our number one priority. It's always success and career and money. And so we have it so twisted that we, you know, come out of the gate like racehorses. We go to college, we do our thing, then it's like, you know, in the workforce and then you're working all these crazy hours and, you know, you're just trying to keep up and do all your things and and you're taking your body for granted. And then it starts to, as I will crassly say, shit the bed. All of a sudden you have an yeah. autoimmune condition. All of a sudden you're maybe getting prediabetes. All of a sudden you might. And it's the accumulation factor of all of these poor choices or negligence. And only when something happens do we say, oh, this vessel's really important. Like like you said, you had to change the yeah. way you look at food as fuel. I did the same thing. And Kevin helped me with that because he's like, Maria, food is just fuel. He's like, you're looking at it like way too passionately. He goes, food is fuel. Just think about it like right. fuel. And so I've always used the analogy of our, our bodies like our car. What kind of gas do we want to put in it? I want to put premium gas in here because I need it to get me from A to B to C to D and, and so on and so forth. And I want it to be a smooth ride. I don't want it to be clunking out and, you know, stalling and all of these things. Right. And I also think long term, I don't want to be going to the doctor 18 times a week and be on all yeah. this medication if I can make better choices to avoid it. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Waze's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Waze seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> 
you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Well, it's funny you say that because it's so the God-given truth there. Because, you know, what happens is I think we just don't really figure it out. And I think we hate going to the doctor because we never want to know the truth. And you wind up going to the doctor and something's terribly wrong. People don't even go for the yearly checkups. They probably go every two years and men are worse than women with it. So because you don't want to know the truth, you feel that something's wrong. But I feel like if you're in the right zone and you sort of discovered who you are, you could try and live more intuitively. You could say, "Mm, what do I feel like today? I think I need a salad. Oh, I think I need some protein. If you really listen to your body and you learn to listen to your intuition and you get that going, it can help you tremendously if you listen to it. Now, part of the other issue is, and I discovered this on my journey, if you live in an impoverished area, you don't have the money, you fast food, restaurants are your thing. It's all you can really afford for a hot meal. Then you look on that menu and make the best choices there. You know what I mean? You just act accordingly. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's going to, you know, because somebody says, yeah, but you know, you've had chefs and you do all this stuff, dog. And all. I said, listen, find the healthiest thing on the McDonald's menu, Wendy's, wherever. Find the healthiest solution. And maybe don't have the bread with it. Maybe don't have the sauce. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, work it out, figure it out. Well, my parents, you know, we, my parents were immigrants, so this was like in their blood and I know it's not in everybody's blood, but it's definitely worth figuring out with a little YouTube video. My parents had a garden. So, and we lived in Boston, so we didn't have a garden year round. We just had it during spring and summer, but my mom would freeze everything too. So we'd be able to use it throughout the winter. So smart, but you know, listen, it's people living off the earth, living on, oh, you're going to get the best stuff if you grow it yourself because mm-hmm. you're watching what goes in, what pesticides, whatever. Because, yeah, the food marketplace is really crazy. Eating healthy is not really about money. It's about choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a whole thing. I, you know, and I also think when you're dealing with weight, and I, actually I'd love your opinion on this, when, when someone is struggling with their weight, what do you suggest they attack first, food or movement? Uh, look, you need movement anyway, but food. I think the diet is 80%. Yeah. I think when you look at the amount of calories that you burn being on a treadmill or running for five miles, it's, nothing. it's not quite what you think it is. You may burn off a bagel. It's nothing. <laughs> it's not even a bagel. It's barely a bagel. Exactly. Yeah. So. I think it's 80% the diet, I think. But it's also the mindset. So I would say you start with the mindset first, then the diet, then the movement. Yeah, I agree. I see a lot of people who are like, I go to the gym every day. And it's like, but 
also when you go to the gym, you're, you're exerting so much energy when you're done, you want to eat more sometimes. So it really these is. gyms here in Hollywood. I used to go to one. I'm not going to mention the name. Uh, these girls would leave this soul cycle class and they'd go and get a, a smoothie and a muffin. I mean, it's at least a thousand calories in a smoothie, at least 500 in the muffin. And I'm going, you just burned 200 calories. Okay, here we go. We're off. We're off to five, 6,000 calorie a day date. Yeah. It's, it just, you know, it, it doesn't compute. Yeah. I think, uh, it's hard for people to understand that it really is the intake. You don't realize how much you're taking in because I didn't, I had to, I, what I did when I was decided I was going to go on this journey, I wrote everything I ate down to the Tic Tac for a week. That's good. And then That's I was good. able to see, it. I was like, Oh, it's a lot. Cause we always are like, I'm not, I'm barely eating anything. And then you see it and you're like, yeah. okay. All right. Now you also get to see, is it carbs? Is it sweets? What's your issue? Is it booze? Who knows until you actually diary it out. Um, and then when you start, like what I did was I just would cut off a little bit of the bagel. And when that would get easy, I'd cut off a little bit more of the bagel. So I was eating like a bagel sandwich, let's say. Yeah. And then yeah. when it got easy, I'd eat it open face, but it's small choices. And for me, I never told anyone I was on a diet because I didn't want to set myself up for failure. I, I hate that word diet. I yeah. hate the word diet. Yeah, you just got to make better choices. That's it. And then if you're having a moment at dinner and you really want that dessert, eat the dessert because like you said, if you deny yourself, it's only going to get worse. Now, if you've told all your friends you're on a diet, now they know you're a failure. You're going to feel like a double loser. So it's just like, just be chill. Don't say anything and just make better choices every day. And it will accumulate just like the accumulation of the other way got you where you got to. Right. Right. Better choices. Better together. Better choices. Mm -hmm. I like this, Maria. Yeah. Uh, you guys listen out there. Better choices. Better together. It's true. Well, that is so true and so right on point because you have to. I always love the morsel diet. Mm -hmm. So and listening intuitively to your body, feeling what you need. Oh, I feel like I need some protein. And then you can check back with yourself. How do I feel after that? You know what? I feel pretty good. That made me feel pretty good. I still feel like I'm spry, got energy, like, you know, the whole thing about vitamins. If you're eating correctly, you won't need that many vitamins. Exactly. You can get it from your food, but you got to eat correctly. Well, And, and then most people just don't. The new thing, Randy, with food that we're learning here on the show with all the experts that we have is an apple has maybe like half the nutrition that it used to have. Yeah, And so unfortunately, supplements are having to become more of a necessity because there's only so much we can intake. I mean, for me, I know I can't eat a lot. Like I, I do eat a lot, but I can't eat that much more to actually make up for the nutrients that are missing in some things. Right. Right. So right. it is helpful. Um, it's new supplements have been something I've never really been that interested in, but now I'm like, ah, I kind of see the role of them. By the way, if you guys are watching this on YouTube right now, leave us a comment below. Let us know about your health journey and uh, where you're at with it. And maybe what has inspired you today that Randy's talked about that you're going to take on. Um, so you created Unify Health Labs. Tell me why you, I know why you created because you mentioned you were needing it, but where are you guys at with it uh, now? What's your mission? The mission is to try and get and keep people healthy and try and get them to realize that they should pay attention to their gut. Mm -hmm. 
it's all centered around the gut because all the worst diseases and everything start in the gut. The gut is just so getting that microbiome balanced and together is really hard and keeping it that way is really hard. So you wonder why you're feeling bad when you eat certain things. Hey, guess what? Check in that gut and say, oh my God, I don't have, my my things just way off the nutrients, the vitamins, the things that balance things out. I don't have the right balance in my gut. Uh, I suffer with whatever you suffer with. Look at the gut health. If you start there, because what I'm really trying to do is get people to go back to simple. Let's start there first, and then we build out from there. Because it really takes stock in how you feel after everything you eat. Not an hour, two hours later, Jen. How do I feel? Mm-hmm. How did that meal make me feel? Am I sad because I ate too much? Uh, am I stuffing myself because of emotions? That's the whole thing. Trying to tie into that and then do a course correction for yourself. Or get some help from any doctors or professionals. It can help you course correct. Uh, and listen, Maria, you hit it on the head. If you write everything down, then you can't lie to yourself. You can look back and say, God, why did I have so much of that? I shouldn't have done that. Why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I really love the behavioral psychologist tip today, too, because I've never heard somebody talk about that. And it's such a huge part of this. Um, so name that tune. So you got Unify Health Labs. You've got Name That Tune. So for those of us who have not seen Name That Tune, tell us a little bit about it. I feel like it'd be, it'd be like so frustrated on that show because I would know it, but I would be like, <laughs> I know how it goes. And I'd start humming like more. <laughs> well, that's what happens to people. It's like golf. It looks easy, but it's really difficult, right? Um, because you got to name the, the name of the song correctly. Exactly. Yeah. So we shot season one last year in Australia. Season two comes on on Fox Tuesday nights. and nine eight central and fox and you know we got celebrities this year we got you know you see jojo playing against kelly osborne shaggy kim fields uh vernon davis victor cruz uh olympians uh nastia lucan plays against uh laura hernandez i mean you got country stars with jana kramer cassidy pope you got 90210 stars you got frankie muniz playing against Mm -hmm. jody sweeten I mean, you got these stars are so competitive and it's so hard to consistently name these songs correct. And the stars that you think might know everything, don't be shocked (laughs) when you realize maybe they don't. Because you could, as you just said, you could know every word, but still not know the name of the song. Oh, what happened? Yeah. I just did a Christmas movie with Jana Kramer, actually. So I'm hoping she did well. You did a Christmas movie with her? Yeah. Oh, we love that. She's a nice girl. Listen, but I'm saying these stars don't always get it right. Mm -hmm. So it's harder than you think because I see them mouthing all the words and still get the title wrong. Uh, It's just bizarre. I would never get the title wrong, right? And I would never remember the artist. I'm so bad, Randy. I know the words to every song in the world, but I don't know who sings it. And I don't know definitely what the name of the song is. I am horrible (laughs) at all of it. Terrible. Um, But it's funny. um, As the band leader, tell us what you you do. We put together the arrangements, the songs, the whole thing. We used a band mostly from England and Ireland this year since we shot in Dublin. Last year's band was in Australia. But I must say, 
They're great musicians and singers all over this world. I mean, you'll see as you watch the show this year. I mean, just just greatness, yeah. just sheer greatness. I'm so happy with them and so proud of what we're able to put together every season. Yes, it's a lot of work, but it pays off. Well, if Jane Krakowski ever wants to quit, come get me because I would love a show where I get to go to Dublin or Australia to shoot it. We'd go to Greece. Let's shoot one in Mykonos. Maybe I could be like the band leader's assistant (laughs) and we shoot a season in Mykonos. Well, listen, it's around the world named that tune. It's in different countries. We should do the Greek version. I should do the Greek version. Damn, that's a good Let's idea. work on that. Let's work on that. Mykonos <laughs> Santorini. <laughs> I love it. Um, what is next for you? Anything else coming up that we should know about? Uh, we're working on developing a couple other new shows and some movies in development we're working on. And you have a pretty healthy management business of writers, producers on the music side and a handful of artists. And we still manage a couple chefs and I love brands. I love branding. Uh, we've got a couple new products. We've got the hopper that'll come soon, hopefully by year's end. So, you know, we're just doing it. I still got my eyewear line, Randy Jackson, eyewear with eyewear 15 years strong. And 15 we've got Unified years. Yeah. And we've got Unified. It's been around about four or five years now. And, you know, we got some other products coming. We got to do a product with Maria. Let's do it. Come on. I'm ready. You must do products already, don't you? I haven't done anything. You know, Randy, my contracts were always so challenging. And I, what I got to do and squeezed out was like a miracle, but products were always uh, a big no-no. So yeah, I'm, I'm open. Let's meet. Let's go, man. Come on. Let's fire it up, man. Put the band back together and be better together. Yes, my friend. I'm coming to Sunset Boulevard now and we will we will meet and figure it out. You know, I also wanted to ask you because, you know, everyone, of course, remembers and loves you on American Idol. Tell me about Simon and Paula. Are you guys still doing dinners together, hanging out? What's happening? (laughs) We don't hang out as much as we used to, but we're still very, very good friends, the three of us. Uh, I just talked to him a couple of weeks ago. Ryan and I were always talking. So we're still very close because, I mean, the camaraderie that we had, that we developed, that by the grace of God, we were blessed with on that show. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, you can't even, you you can't write this stuff. We got so lucky, so blessed. It was magic in a bottle, that's for sure. So uh, last thought, um, do you have a favorite TV show right now that you're obsessed with? I don't know if there's a TV show I'm obsessed with, but I do love Billions. Okay. Yeah, we love Billions, too. I must say. I do love <laughs> I do love Billions. Um, but I think there's some great shows on. I think the first season of Bridgerton was great. To see a romantic comedy placed in that sort of British, sort of uh, monarchy sort of thing, I think that was great. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's so many great shows on... Uh, you know, I love Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's, 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 there's a lot of great programming going on. So much. There's a great show on Fox called Name That Tune that's amazing. I heard that one oh. was great. Oh, this show is <laughs> unbelievable. This show is unbelievable, Maria. You got to watch. And so riveting, so much fun. It's a party on wheels. Come on. I love it. I love it. And we will, and we are going to put all of the 
um, info for Name That Tune. Like you said, it's Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Fox. We'll put all of that in the summary of this episode, including the supplement line, Unify Health Labs, and so much more. Randy, I love you. So nice to see you as always. Thank you for taking time out of your day to hang with us and tell us about your health journey and inspire so many people to go on theirs. Great to see you, Maria. Great to reconnect. Tell Kevin I said hi and love you both. Love, so love, love, fun. Randy. He is just the sweetest, nicest. He is. I love him. I mean, even in his promo, let's get that gut health. I'm like, dang. Okay, here's my other idea for you guys. Okay. You do a little like motivational, I don't know, series of one-liners that we can download and listen to when we need a pep talk because him telling me to get my gut health going, I'm in. I'm okay. sold. And you're really good at that too. Thanks, Queen. Just little one-liners where right. I like need a pick-me-up, boom, I well, can play Marie and Randy. Little one-liners, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm in. All right, I'm totally cool. in. Cool. Um, well, that was great. Yeah, he's so fun. Um, I really think my favorite tip is the behavioral psychologist. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard somebody talk about their weight loss journey requiring that. And I think it's such a big part of it because I, yeah, I really, really like that. Maybe we find someone who's good at that, who specifies in weight loss to bring on the show. Well, it's so interesting. And I, I agree with you where I think it's fascinating because I know with me, with my um, background with like the eating disorder stuff, it's all emotion. Mm-hmm. It's all behavior. And now like, I mean, I, whenever I see my therapist, it's the conversation of, you know, I can't really, like he was saying, I can't restrict because then I feel like I'm restricting myself. It's not the food. It's the emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all behavioral. So anyways, I agree. We should get someone. It's, yeah. it's really fascinating. Yeah. So if you're out there and you're having a really hard time with this, that might be a great investment in your weight loss journey. Um, I always say you don't have to spend money to lose weight. You just have to eat a little better, make a few better choices every day, make one better choice. Um, one of the things I also did is I swapped out all my drinks for just water because all these drinks come with sugar, right? Or, or like the, you know, aspartames or whatever, just go clean, just change everything to water, sprinkle some lemon juice in there. Um, Make some better choices, swap some things here and there, just little things. Don't tell anyone you're doing anything specific. Just start making those different choices and you'll see the accumulation factor pop together and it's going to be like, whoa, I can't believe I just did that. And get excited about it too. I know like I haven't been on a weight loss journey, but I know with my stomach, it, it was like, when I was excited, like Marie, you said, when you start seeing those results, it's like, oh, you get so hyped about it. It's not, it shouldn't be like a laggy, like, oh, I have to do this. Like, get excited, motivate yourself. Well, like, the first couple of days blow. Mm-hmm. So prepare yourself. <laughs> right. The first couple of days, it's like you're in a straight jacket. You're, you're fighting. Just like, <laughs> you're like, I want that exercise. I want. And you just have to know that once you get past those first three days, it starts to get easier. It's all in here. So just slowly, you know, get through it. Like, that's why I said I would go to bed or, you know, I would drink a lot of water, go to sleep because I knew I had to get through those first few days to get to the other side. And then I teach people to get addicted to the high of saying no. When you are at that dinner table and you say, no, thank you to the bread or to the dessert, everyone's going to look at you like an alien. 
you're obviously an alien because how could you say no to delicious, warm, mushy bread or that warm, mushy apple crumb pie or at Mastro's, they have that butter cake. Oh my God. Maybe the greatest dessert of all time. Or I remember the hot chocolate chip cookie skillet thing where it's like a a freshly cooked chocolate chip cookie on the skillet with the vanilla ice cream and all of that. Oh my God, how do you say no to that? And when you do, you look so powerful. Get addicted to the high of feeling that power that is within you that you do have and then roll it into your next meal and your next meal. And then all of a sudden it gets easier. I just said all of those amazing desserts that I die for and I checked in with myself immediately after and I'm like, don't want them. I'm actually good. I'm good. I'm good. Because I I do want my health more. And so if you remove the whole diet element of this and being skinny and you actually just think about, I want my body to be healthy. I want to put premium gas in my car. I want to have a smooth ride. That is way more motivational for me than, oh, I want to be a size three or I want to look like somebody else because you'll quit on that a little bit more than you'll quit on okay, I need to be healthy. I really need energy. I'm always tired. Well, if you're always tired, you're either not giving yourself all the nutrients that you want, which happens to me sometimes too, or, um, or you're not, um, sleeping well. So that's another part of it. You got to think of how can I get this car to run the best? got to put the premium gas in it. <laughs> you got to make sure you you wash it, you tune it up, you do all the things it needs. So I leave you with that. Mic drop. Mic drop. In the meantime, friends, if you haven't checked out mariamenunos.com, our website has the cliff notes, the aha moments to each and every one of these episodes so that if you're out on your hike, which I know a lot of you are on right now, happy hiking, sniff that air. Um, you can get the cliff notes to this on the website. And also all of the kind of lifestyle hacks that I'm obsessed with, the things that are making my life easier, the things that I'm obsessed with. If you want to go on your clean beauty journey, we've done the homework for you. Kelsey and I, she started first. I followed suit, but I learned from her. And now we've been adding things that um, we're using that are incredible and very well researched at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I did? I tried your technique last night where I used a little serum moisturizer before I put on the Ilia, I mean the Isla Paradise tanning drops Drops. with the moisturizer. How'd it go? I don't remember this morning if my tan (laughs) was as dark, but my skin didn't feel as dry, which is nice. So yeah, that's a, that's a great hack. I feel like, cause that stuff can dry you out. So I do a little hydrating serum underneath and it really works. So anyway, all of our favorites on the website as well. And uh, if you have a second to review and, and let everybody know how you are enjoying the show, we have a link in the summary to Apple Podcasts so you guys can just pop on over. It helps us so much and it motivates us to keep going. So thank you all. In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices and be present. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show 
or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heel Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heel events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heel Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.